1: Hello, good evening, welcome to this week's Man on the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, I am Chris. Um, You'll have to forgive me tonight, we're recording this as Manchester United are playing Liverpool. So any yelps and jumps or screams or shouts, um, that is something happening there. Uh, So with me to help me through this rather traumatic ordeal of having to watch my team play and not be able to do anything about it, I've got Ryan. Hello. Who hasn't got that problem anymore in Europe, have you? (laughs)
0: God <laughs> oh, damn it! It's only been like a minute into the show. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's we can focus on the Premier League. They can't yeah. even say that anymore, cool. can you? <laughs> and I've got Laura. Hi, Laura. You've had International
1: Women's Day this week. Not well, not you, but your what, gender. Me first? <laughs> <laughs> you've had International Women's Day, and you've had Mother's Day. Yeah. Would you say that's very selfish?
2: Um. No, I, I like to be shipped every now and again.
0: <laughs> A little worshipping does nobody any harm.
2: Absolutely.
0: I mean, it's twice in one week, though. Would you not prefer it if it was, like, you know, spread out across the years? Well, of
2: I always say that about my birthday, because my birthday is the 20th of December, so I get Christmas and birthday all in one go.
0: Ah, uh, see, I'm, I'm similar. I'm New Year's Eve, so it's like, yeah, you know, have all this fun at the end of the year, and then I've got to wait the entirety of the next year to get any
2: exactly else, just... you get the whole joint present thing as
1: well then the the cop-out present yeah, yeah. That, a lot, yeah. <laughs> was that a thing is it growing up you because my daughter her birthday's on the 13th of December and every now and then someone sneaks in a,
0: a joint present
2: oh
0: yeah yeah they go well you know open this on Christmas and then t- don't worry about not getting anything for your birthday because this is this is a joint present <laughs> so Ryan this is I feel like I'm in therapy with you now well <laughs>
1: This this podcast is gonna take a whole other meaning if that happens. So. <laughs> You're gonna be wailing and beating your sort of sofa or sat with a big stick in a minute. I'll be doing that when we get to the Chelsea. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Or well, should we do that now, shall we? Why not? Let's get do you want to get this go over and done with, shall we? Yeah, let's just let's just get it over and done with. Alright, so you lost two went at home to PSG, four two in aggregate. Um they took the lead through um Rabiot and then Diego Costa equalised only for Zlatan to wallop in the winner. Um, poor defending for both your goals. First from Cahill and then Aspilaqueta.
0: Very disappointing. Honestly, I think well, we could... Depends on what side of the fence you're sitting. Well, yeah. As <laughs> a Jazz fan, it was very, very disappointing. <laughs> um, because usually, like in the first leg, I thought the defence was actually pretty strong. Yeah. And then, yeah, last night it was just a bit of a mess really it looked all over the place I thought Kennedy did really well considering he's not a left back um, but apart from that there was no real positives from the defensive side of things anyway
1: no and you've lost um, Costa and Hazard injured as well haven't you
0: yeah Hazard's not I mean that's the thing Hazard is a bit of a a weird one because he's done this a few times this season where he's sort of you know limping around and he's signalled that he wants to come off I'm not overly surprised it is out Costa's a bit of a big blow But hopefully that means Pato gets a game. Yes, because you've missed him, haven't you? Yeah, he's been, you know, such a good player in the past for us that we need to (laughs) slide him back in. Him or Falcao, really, I mean, they're both big strikers. I think I keep forgetting that Falcao's even on the books.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was Hazard that lay on the ground when Eva Carnero came on, wasn't it, first game of the season? Yes. Yeah. That's right. He's having a great season. (laughs) He's doing well, isn't he? (laughs) Uh, Chelsea have exited uh, the Champions League at this stage for the last two seasons. Um, This will be the first time, more than likely, under Bramovic, there'll be no Champions League the following season.
0: Probably a good thing. Um, It's been such a terrible season that perhaps it's going to be just worth it just to sort of take stock of what's happened in the past few seasons and just think, right, let's actually take the opportunity to rebuild going forward and make sure we lay the right groundwork for the next ten years rather than these bit by bit purchases that we seem to be making at the moment.
1: Of course you had that trap that was saved, didn't you?
0: It was, yes, the trap was very good again, I thought. Um, I thought PSG played pretty well. I thought Chelsea played fairly well considering. Well, um,
1: PSG had 63% possession, didn't they?
0: Very rare, against, especially again at you know against Chelsea at home. Um, I think that PSG were pretty just really good on the ball and didn't really have an answer for it. And no when variety. we did get the ball, we we played okay, just not very lethal. No variety either. Oh, sorry, Laura.
2: sorry. You had a really good period in the sort of last twenty minutes of the first half, though. I thought you were really on fire then, and you looked like you were going to perhaps get something out of it.
0: It's that thing of first half comes at either the worst or the best time. For PSG, they probably thought it was good to, you know, get back into the, the dressing room, regroup. Whereas mm-hmm. I think Chelsea had an opportunity to, yeah, you know, they, we looked like we could go on and score another. And then half time came, and obviously came up for the second half, not as fired up.
1: Um, PSG are the fourth team in Europe to get to 100 goals this season. Uh, who are the other three? Um, Bayern no oh.
2: in in any
1: any league oh, well, to be... well top leagues I'm not going down oh, to sort oh, okay. of
0: Isles of Silly
1: second division or something
0: as I say we're not talking about that Slovenian Premier League or whatever
1: <laughs> no <it is. laughs> let's say the big five leagues Barca yeah Real Madrid yeah
2: how many are
1: we on uh, you got one more Go. to get Juventus? No, this could, this could take a while, couldn't it? This, this is like last yeah. week, this could take... Uh, Borussia
0: Dortmund. Oh, OK.
1: Yeah. I, was, I thought
0: Dortmund for a reason, but I was like, oh, if Bayern haven't done it, then Dortmund surely haven't done it, but... You, you thought Dortmund, <laughs> but said Juventus. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: elsewhere in the Champions League, Zenit St-Petersburg lost 2-1 at home to Benfica. Zenit St-Petersburg, they were the team that won um, their first five games, didn't they, in their group stage? mm um, Hawks go for them I and mean, then Town I and then mean, Sousa Conce Sal uh, Benfica the first quarter final since 2012 were they beaten by Ryan Oh, uh, Chelsea well yeah. done oh yeah sweet there you <laughs> go you got one <laughs> yeah woo. Uh, Wolfsburg beat Gent 1-0 Andre Scherler do you remember him yeah yeah Chelsea legend Chelsea legend imagine that imagine having yeah. a player that could score all those goals for you yeah,
0: yeah.
2: it helps when you've got Draxler in your
1: team Well, it does. He's very good, yeah. Well, yeah, Arsene Wenger didn't think so, did he? He didn't want to buy him.
2: Arsene Arsene Wenger doesn't want to buy anybody.
1: (laughs) No. No. It's very strange, isn't it? Having £200 million and not wanting to spend any. It's like, you know when you have your birthday when you're children and you got sort of £20 of your birthday and you didn't want to really eat into it?
0: Yeah, you gotta be, you know, and you being quite conservative and thinking, well, you know, twenty pounds, I gotta, you know, be quite cautious with it. Yeah, getting a of it. Yeah, that's like that's that pretty people. much what he's doing.
2: Spend the twenty pound.
0: You'd go for it, would you? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, Real Madrid to Romanil, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and James Rodriguez scored. Um, it's Ronaldo's thirteenth goal in the Champions League this season and fortieth in total. Did anybody see this one? All the highlights of this one.
2: Chesney were busy. He was. Do you know
1: what? Two things I noticed from this. I thought Roma shot themselves in the foot by repeatedly missing Jako and Salah in particular.
2: Oh, they were shocking misses, those two.
1: That Salah chance. I, I kind of understand the Jako one because there was kind of a tight angle. But that Salah one at the start of the second half, where he was through on
2: goal. I don't understand why he didn't keep moving forward and give himself a be- better shot. He just tra- He just shot from distance and. I don't understand it. He had all that space in front of him. Yeah. Keep going.
1: I, yeah. I. This Real Madrid team, I think, are easily gettable at. If they come up against a decent attacking team, then when your back four has got Ramos, Pepe and Marcello, um, I think you can get it, them, definitely.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah? mm um, Spalletti I think agreed with me and you uh, after the game Laurie he said you need to be angry and uh, realise that you, the chances you're throwing away I think he was rather miffed
2: <laughs> a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah uh, Real Madrid are 37 shots on target and of course now Francesco Totti's played his last European game
2: uh, Lee Dixon was saying he looked about four stone overweight
1: uh, he's not been playing very much lately he had the big falling out with Spalletti didn't he
2: yeah
1: um, and he's not played very much at all lately uh, really, it's about Real Madrid's only trophy to play for, isn't it? They're 12 points behind Barcelona in La Liga. Um, and they've been disqualified from Copa del Rey, haven't they? So, it's all boom or bust, isn't it, for Real Madrid?
2: Well, they've got they've got to go for it, haven't they? They've got no other... Like you said, they've got no other outlets this season. And I can't imagine their, their fans are going to be very happy if they don't win anything this season.
1: No, you would have thought not. Um, in the FA, a FA Cup replay this week, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, do, do you see the House Martins tweet Laura no of course this was Hull nil London 4 <laughs> um, House Martins Ryan mm? House Martins no oh no? are you a no, no. youngin is a youth <laughs> this is like when we used to have Emma on we used to have to explain <laughs> things to her the thing is with Emma, we had to explain things from the 1990s to her. That's how old she may She made kept saying,
2: way. I wasn't born then. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: no. Um, House Martins, a popular beat combo from the 80s run. You have to ask your parents. <laughs> um, yeah. Giroux scored two, and Thea Walcott scored two. Nice little baby celebration, wasn't there, with this?
2: Unfortunately, I didn't see any of it.
1: Did you not? Giroud scored and then ran to the touchline, did a little babetto sort of baby wiggle. I'm presuming this baby's with his wife and not some random hooker he has been caught with again.
2: <laughs> she had a baby the day before or something, didn't
1: she? Yeah. Do you remember the Bebeto celebration, Laura? I do,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, his son now is a professional footballer. That baby now plays football. For wow. <laughs> oh, God. This was
0: 1994, Ryan, if you remember that. I... Definitely was not paying attention int- to anything in 1994, so that's fine. No, we How not... old did you win
2: 1994?
0: Uh, uh, about three. I was born in
2: 1991, so it's not
0: too oh. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry.
2: Watching, like, I was watching Wednesday win the League Cup in 1991.
1: Was that John Sheridan? Yeah. Against United, is that right?
2: Uh, against Man
1: U yeah yeah there you go when Sheffield Wednesday beat Manchester United Ryan what a great time to be born I was yeah. going to say there you go
2: it's all part once. one so I promise you
1: not an entirely happy night for us was there they lost Murta Sacker, and Aaron Ramsey and of course did anybody see the banner at the game about no. Yeah, well, it wasn't quite like that. It was a bit more, this is Arsenal. They don't do things as rude as that. It was, um, thanks for the memories, Arsene, but time to say goodbye.
0: That, that says a lot, really, doesn't it? Yeah, well, we want him to go, but we're going to be nice about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they wrote a polite letter.
0: <laughs> not like Chelsea fans. <laughs> no, yeah. No, oh, definitely not, not No. <laughs>
1: Of course, uh, there's lots and lots of top class European managers free next season for Arsenal to cherry pick as well.
2: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, but who would fit?
1: Well, exactly. Um, You've got Ancelotti who's taken. You've got um, Guardiola who's gone elsewhere. Haven't you? Klopp's going to be at Liverpool. There's no one really. Josie?
2: No, no, no. Arsenal. You'd need somebody who can build on Wenger's legacy. Pochettino.
0: I feel like you're putting Pochettino in every frame possible at the moment. Well, if they I would... throw it enough at them, one of them will stick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when he signs for Aberdeen or something. Yeah. would bit awkward, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the players had a pre-match meeting, didn't they? This was um, players only, and it was called by Czech. Um, Mersecker Arteta and Riziki if you remember those last two um, they feel they've been letting the fans and the manager down and all that sort of thing and they promised to try harder which bless. of course they did yeah bless um, Peter Check and player power Ryan imagine that
0: bizarre with that one
1: yeah don't you never would I, imagine I, that
0: would you I don't really know what uh, player power is you know I mean just, I've never seen it before at any of the club's I sports
2: so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get that sort of thing with Laura
2: what player meetings? At Wednesday. I doubt it very much.
1: No.
2: I don't think so. I've not heard of any rumours like that.
1: <laughs> well, I was going gonna to play Watford on Sunday in the cup. Um, they're at home because it's the Emirates Cup, and Arsenal play at the Emirates, presumably. Do you think just, that's a, is that rigged? Do you think allegedly, allegedly? It
0: just it bothers me so much that it's called the Emirates Cup. Can I just call it... I don't, just call it the FA Cup, please. It's just the fact that they're so sponsored and they sponsor a club who has won the top cup for the past two years. If they win it this year, it's going to look really bad.
1: I it, it's all Graeme Taylor's fault, isn't it, Laura, that um, it's sponsored in the first place?
2: Why? Wow, what did he do?
1: He didn't qualify for the 94 World Cup, did he? As we mentioned earlier. Um, and that was when he got sponsored. After that, they said that they've lost out on revenues and, of course... That means they're going to have to get the cup sponsored now.
2: I didn't know that. There you go. Every day's a school day.
1: Every day's a school day and all that, yeah. Especially when you're mashing your head, washing sea beavers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Piggle <laughs> songs.
1: Yeah, are you doing I like, Can Cook yet?
2: Oh, I've not seen that one. Have you not? Is that a bit old for mine? Mm,
1: probably, yeah. Probably another couple of years. That means you have to bake things in the kitchen and pretend you're interested.
2: Yeah, that's not
1: happening. No, definitely not. Uh, Also in the Cup, we've got the Alan Pardew derby. We've got Reading versus Crystal Palace. Um, How do we think that one's going to go?
2: My other are Reading fans, so he's looking forward to uh, another good Cup run.
1: Is he confident?
2: Ish, yeah. I think they've got quite a good record against Palace. I think they've won their last five meetings or something against Palace and right. they're not they pulling up any trees at the moment are they so,
1: no or well, we're Reading in the league
2: uh, well they lost to Huddersfield in the week so uh, they're they're mid-tab- mid-table mediocrity at the moment
1: was there, was there Yorkshire banter in the house
2: <laughs> no. no we're not allowed to do that
1: you're not <laughs> you're banned it doesn't
2: understand Yorkshire oh does he <laughs> no um, Saturday
1: we've got Everton versus Chelsea Ryan, uh, the Romelu-Lukaku derby. See, imagine what you would be doing if you had him.
0: Oh, I, tell, I tell you what, there were so many people after the game that were saying about Kevin De Bruyne, Sherla, Lukaku, you know, all these players that we let go, thinking, hey, imagine how different things would be now. I'm like, I don't actually think Lukaku would have done anything differently to what Costa would have done. Do you not know think? Uh, not, I don't think so. I, I really like Lukaku. I was really sad to see him go. Um, and with the, quite a few of the players, people are, you know matter. And but I, I honestly can't see the team being any different at this point if we would have kept some of those players. It's been one of those seasons where I just think everyone would have been terrible, regardless of who was oh, here or not.
1: So does really that point it back to your manager at the start of the season? Does it?
0: I think so. Yeah. Mourinho, Mourinho's let go of quite a few players that didn't fit his mould. No, but I'm saying if, if, f- if you'd kept
1: those players, you still think you would have been in the same position because
0: of. Him? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um,
1: West Ham versus Manchester United. This is the Fabian Barto sticking his hand in the air derby. Who remembers that one?
0: Oh, I actually, I actually recognise that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't in the least bit patronising. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs>
1: You remember that one, Laura?
2: Yeah. I
1: do. That was quite a good game, wasn't it? So, um, are West Ham favourites for this? It's at Old Trafford, but they're higher in the league. Um, They're playing a whole lot better at the minute. I mean, United are losing at present at Anfield. Are West Ham favourites for
0: this? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I really like West Ham. I think they've they've done a really good job this season, and I think it's probably the right time for them to play again. What do you think, Laura?
2: I think it depends how tonight goes.
0: Well, you think?
1: It depends on what kind of team they're going to put out on Sunday. Yeah. So if they lose tonight, what do you think is going to do Sunday?
2: I think they're going to want. They're going to want um, to get some sort of result this week, and if they're out of the Europa League and they're not going to get into Europe again next year the FA Cup, they're going to have to win something this year.
1: Do you think? So if they win tonight, you think they might rest a few for Sunday, bearing in mind they've got the return leg in the Europa League next week?
2: I think they might still want to go for the FA Cup as well as the Europa League if they're still if they still in it, hmm. which is not looking likely after the first half, because Liverpool were all over them, but... Um, I dunno, I think Manu I think Manu might win on Sunday. Do you think?
1: I yeah, yeah. I've got a sneaky thing. I was listening to the Rantcast the other day and Paul sometimes at this parish he was sounding very pessimistic. Really? About their, yeah, about their chances. Um he wasn't sounding very confident at all about their chances at the weekend. He thinks West Ham probably favourites might end up turning them over. Which you can kind of see.
0: I don't um, think they'll turn I think that West Ham will win. I don't think it'll be Comfortable. No. But I think they'll win.
1: Okay. Uh, Right. While me and Adam were dallying about in the Champions League on. Adam, Ryan, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. That's a very bad name (laughs) for (laughs) me. While we were dallying about in the Champions League um, on Tuesday and Wednesday, Laura, you were keeping it real in the Championship, weren't you?
2: Always keeping it real in the Championship. It's where the proper football is.
1: Yeah. Until, (laughs) uh, Until you get promoted.
2: so, that's a big if
1: <laughs> do you think how did you in the week you what did you do you are at Brighton you drew with Brighton didn't you that's not it a was, bad result
2: that's a great result
1: you're 6th at the moment aren't you you're 56 points 1 ahead of Cardiff and Ipswich
2: we very nearly weren't 6th in, in the week because um, Ipswich were winning which meant they would have gone ahead of us and into the playoff places
1: yes a 97th but, minute equaliser for Bolton
2: absolutely lovely old Bolton
1: doing us a favour there. Yeah. Uh, of course, they've been taken over now, haven't they, Bolton?
2: Yeah, it's all been um, signed through today. Dean Oldsworth's consortium bought the club.
1: Oh, is it his, was it?
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Oh. Um. Why are you sick? Is it because of your players? Is it because of your well, manager? Why are you Wait, who are you? Wait, who, are you? Why, who do you think you are being <laughs> sick? Hey, is it because of your manager, because your players? What's the reason for it?
2: oh, we spent a shitload of money this season. Is that why, is it? We've bought some really good players for a change instead of just scrapping about trying to get people on loan. Uh, and we've got a new chairman. You've not, um, not
1: got Milan Mandrich anymore?
2: No, Mandrich uh, sold it to uh, Mr. Chanserai, who is uh, um, Thailand's thailand's john west he's into tuna and uh yeah and then we've got carlos carvalho who's just he's been a bit of a revelation to be honest nobody knew who he was when he sort of pitched up Mm. i thought oh god here we go again um but he's got a bit of an ethos about playing, playing some nice attractive football and yeah, we're we're six.
1: No, the only it's, reason the only reason I asked that so sort of incredulously is because
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's because growing no, up I'm not used to it yet either.
1: No. Well growing up of course Sheffield Wednesday were always a pretty decent team, weren't they? Um you think the team they had throughout the nineties, you've got the the two semifinals you went to in the cup, um always there or thereabouts in the Premier League. And then you got relegated. Kevin Pressman did that shocking thing at Wolves in your first game (laughs) in the championship and then you've just gone down ever since and sort of bobbled around so the reason I sort of asked it like that is because it's it's a surprise to see a team as big as yours up there because you are you are a very big club aren't you
2: yeah in terms of fan base and and uh history and stuff like that yeah we're sort of there's like us, Forest Leeds. There, there's some big clubs in the in the championship, but
1: you could argue you could argue, yeah. argue there's Premier League teams. You're bigger than.
2: Well, yeah. If you look at the size of Bournemouth and you compare it to our fan base and and history, then yeah. But you've got to go on how you've played uh, as a team, and we haven't. We got relegated from the Premier League in in 2000. So for 16 years, we've been. Like you said, bobbling around down to League One and and back. And we've gone from manager to owner to chairman that have always promised to get us out of it. And it's not that easy when you're in the Football League. No. Especially when you're competing against clubs who've got parachute payments.
1: This is what I was kind of saying to you last week, Ryan. You know, you were talking about Aston Villa and you said go down to the Championship, regroup and then come back up. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday are one of a number of teams that have gone back down and never gone back up.
2: Mm. well like wolves wolves got did a double um relegation, didn't they? They went went down to league one That's right um look at Fulham Fulham expected to come straight back up, yes, and they are a bizarre team in the championship. They either lose one nil or win five one It's just they're ridiculous.
1: Well, they lost to Burnley um, the other it night, is. didn't they? Yeah, Burnley now top on 71 points. Borough, who, um, you could have walked into... They lost 1-0 to Rotherham. You could have got to the Rotherham ground on 86 minutes and not seen anything. After that, you had a winning goal and a red card.
2: Yeah, bloody Neil Warnock.
1: <laughs> Good man, Neil Warnock.
2: Is they, whatever I think about him, he, he does come in and turn clubs around. I mean, they've got three straight wins in their last three, what against us, of course.
1: What you did okay uh, for QPR when he was there with us.
2: Um, I know you like him because mm. of his QPR days, but I have an intense dislike of the man because he's who he is.
1: Well, you drew with Brighton. Brighton are now third on sixty-five points. Hull didn't play there on sixty-four. Derby lost to QPR two-nil. Um, They're on sixty, and then you on fifty-six, and then can't even switch on, on um, 55 points. Down the bottom, is it too late for Bolton? Now they've been taken over, they can't really buy anybody, can they?
2: No, they can only do emergency loans, and I can't imagine they're going to get anybody that's going to make a difference.
1: No. Um, they're bottom on 26, and you've got Charlton on 29 points, who drew with fourth-bottom MK Dons, uh, and then the aforementioned Rotherham 1. And just above them, you've got Bristol City and Fulham. So it is quite tight down that bottom six, isn't it?
2: Mm. It's just a tight league in general. I mean one one win one loss could swing you by the way It's it's been like that for years the yeah. championship.
1: Basically it it's very exciting though, isn't it?
2: It is. It is. It's um I mean this Premier League year is 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 um unusual because you've got some newer teams up um in the top four. But you think back to the last sort of few years where it's it's just been the same teams being pitted over and over again. It's not like that in the championship. You go into the season and you think you know who might have a chance of going up, and it, you turn out to be completely wrong.
1: Yeah. In fact, the worst thing about the championship is the new highlights program. How much preferred
2: Manish? Oh, it's, it's awful. I'm glad they've actually listened and changed the format from their Top Gear format, where they just had a hodgepodge of leagues.
0: They oh. Sort yeah.
2: of Leagues up and I was like, I don't know what's gone on. And then they had that their Blue Peter style um league table.
1: Yeah. Oh yes, they did, didn't
2: they? It looked like something from a bring and buy sale.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then um adverts every two minutes as well, which also don't help.
2: (laughs) Well can't get away from that unfortunately, being on channel five.
1: No, afraid not. Right, other bits of news. uh, Margaret Byrne has resigned from Sunderland. She was the chief executive, wasn't she? Who um, I don't know. Did she stand by Adam Johnson, or did she sort of try to think this will go away? Let's keep playing him. Her position was pretty much untenable, wasn't it?
2: She allegedly knew what the circumstances were that what he admitted to, and still. Uh, decided to um, play him. Yes. And not suspend him, which yes. is what she's gone for. Yeah. Whether she was the only one who knew, which is um, debatable, but she seems to have taken the flag for everybody.
1: Yeah, she seems to, doesn't she? Um, Ryan, if you fancy going to a Premier League ground to see Chelsea, uh, you'll only pay thirty pounds for the next three years. Yay! It's
0: good news. It's the price hike. Uh, Price cap is—I think—it's actually really good, really good news for everyone involved. Actually,
1: it is. But expect to pay sixty pounds for your home tickets, though.
0: Sixty—that's quite—that's uh, good,
1: is it? Low, actually. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, plastic flags. Those plastic flags aren't cheap, you
1: know. No, no. As we said last week. Yeah, you should have done with them yesterday. You could have. I, done thought,
0: you,
2: <laughs> I thought you just did iPad um, banners now. <laughs>
0: There's, well, there's people taking video with their iPads, which I see quite a lot, which is bothersome, to say the least.
2: And selfie sticks.
0: Selfie sticks, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're rife. <laughs> <laughs> Having said
1: that, you do do the worst banners as well. The the guy who did the biro-written one for Frank Lampard
0: last year. Chelsea fans at the bridge, from what I can tell... <laughs> uh, um. Aren't the truest of supporters, from what I can see, normally. No.
1: Speaking of selfie sticks, anyone see the guy the other week who went to have a, a selfie with um, Usain Bolt? No.
2: Yeah.
1: He forgot. Uh. He forgot to turn his camera around to the selfie bit, so he instead, ended up taking a photo of the track. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, Fastina Spreer is wearing his dinosaur outfit again. Has anybody seen this?
2: Oh, what's he been doing?
1: Uh. He's been down the gym in his dinosaur outfit you have to see this honestly he um he swings around on a rope uh he sort of balances on a couple of dumbbells and he jumps onto some climbing frame on a wall Aww.
0: because why not right
1: well this is what i was saying the other way if you become a very rich man through playing football and you've got all the trappings of wealth at your feet why wouldn't you just want to buy stuff like a dinosaur outfit
0: and just enjoy yourself has anybody seen... Very, w- as I said, it's a very good point. You know, if you've got the money and the time, what are we you going to do? We're just going to get a dinosaur outfit and do a bunch of goofy stuff.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Far more fun. Um, has anybody seen the Steve McLaren wanking gif? <laughs> no. Have you not seen this? If you put the Steve McLaren wanking into Twitter, some guys found a gif of Steve McLaren. He's... On the phone, uh, he, he's, he's sat in the stands at St James's Park, and he's um, talking into the phone. And his hand is moving down; sort of, he's obviously trying to gesticulate with his hand through annoyance or something. But it looks like he's saying into the phone while his hand is moving. It looks like he's saying and wanking so damn fast. <laughs> it, it's really, really—I I can't stop looking at it. It's incredibly funny because as soon as you, as soon as the guy's written down, it looks like he's <laughs> I'm saying this. At it now, can you see it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it looks like he's saying it, doesn't it?
2: Oh God, Steve! He doesn't have much luck with gifts because he had one where he was making a substitution, and it looked like he was. Um, yes, he had a carer with him. Yeah. <laughs> he was having uh, somebody to come off the pitch, and he just looked like he belonged in a home. It, it was.
0: Is... <laughs> he's not having much luck in general, let alone in the yeah. gift scene.
2: Seems as Benitez is going to get his job, allegedly.
0: (laughs) Well, I was just going to talk about this.
1: This Is it Leicester versus Newcastle on Monday night, isn't it? Mm. So, you would have ordinarily thought uh, Newcastle are here for the taking, but if they get Raffer in, is he going to? You going to have some kind of new manager bounce?
0: I can I can expect (laughs) that happening, just not against Leicester.
1: Because the thing is, with Newcastle, I mean, you, the, the narrative now, of course, is teams have figured Leicester out, so they sit back and wait for Leicester to attack them. But Newcastle need the points just as much as Leicester do, don't they?
0: Yeah, so they can't afford to play that style where they can sit back. They, they've they got to attack the game. And, it, I mean, if Rafa does come in, there's probably going to be a slight resurgence. Yeah. Do they have the players to do that against Leicester? I, I doubt it. Just... I think Leicester are on that point now where they're, they're still playing with confidence as we said last week so they're probably in a better position to beat off the resurgence
1: Well they've lost five out of their last six Newcastle including their last three um, Leicester have won four out of their last six as well but the thing about Rafa being in charge, I can't quite understand he's only left one bonkers owner at Real Madrid, why do you want to go work for another one?
0: Well, he worked. He worked under one at Chelsea as well. So I don't think he—he he seems to be a glutton for punishment. Actually, you think he's a secret masochist, Laura?
2: I just think there are so many bonkers owners and chairmen out there. How are you going to avoid, uh, avoid them without being permanently unemployed?
1: That's well, I suppose so. Um, <laughs> this was the fixture last season, wasn't it? This was part of Leicester's sort of run to safety. Um, where they beat Newcastle 3-0. Do you remember they scored in the first minute and Newcastle ended up with nine men um, and John Carver came out and went a bit bonkers in his post-match interview, didn't he?
2: Yeah. What did he say? Did but, he
1: say something like there were people working against him or, or the, the players working against him or something?
0: Yeah, because it was... Uh, what was the defender's name? It was it Game was... Out, wasn't it? Was it? No, it was Jam- Mike
1: Mike Williams. Yammer got sent off, and then Mike Williamson pushed the Leicester player into the advertising hoarding, didn't
0: he? Yes, and then he pretty much said, like, he's doing it on purpose. He pretty much called the player out in his post-match it conference. Was,
2: um, oh, um, no, it was hey, Williamson.
0: That's right. That's yeah. Right. We just said that.
2: Yeah, oh, sorry.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's our age, Ryan, don't worry. my <laughs> age.
0: Yeah, it was, wasn't it?
2: Got deliberately sent off, didn't he? That's
0: well, that's what John Carver pretty much said. Is that yeah. yeah, he got himself sent off because he didn't want to play, and he didn't. It was a hell of, it was a hell <laughs> he of had a foul.
2: Good tenure, John Carver, didn't he? He what? Sorry, he had a really good tenure at Man- uh, Newcastle, didn't he, John Carver?
1: Oh, I, you have to feel a little bit sorry. About a Newcastle fan, it couldn't have gone a lot worse if he'd um if he'd sort of practiced, could he? If he'd done it on purpose? No. <laughs> Uh, anyone can see Newcastle winning this, even Rafa there or not there? No. No?
0: No. Nah, nah. a Maybe draw- if Rafa does come in, I can see them nicking a draw. Yeah. But that, that's. I think that's the most they'll get.
2: Okay. They're not going to get Rafa in that quickly. Do you not think? Well, they've not even sacked McLaren <laughs>
0: Well, that doesn't really mean anything, though, does it? <laughs> no, I mean... I did see earlier Sky sources were saying that they're ready to sack McLaren. They just want to get Rafa to sign on the dotted line first. So they can pretty much make it as an announcement as they sack McLaren. He's not
2: going to make enough of a difference in four days, though, is he?
1: Um, No, I suppose he wouldn't have a lot of time to work the players, would Uh
0: he? McLaren being gone would probably be a massive morale boost anyway, though.
2: Well, that's
1: the thing. The new manager bounce might work into their hands, I suppose. Uh unless of course, Very John, tough ask, is John Carver gonna step in and is he still at Newcastle, is he? I have no idea actually. He's I've not seen him around. He's not gonna turn up as some caretaker manager for a game, is he? I doubt it. No. I can't see out anymore. Is he what, sorry?
2: I don't think he's there anymore.
1: Is he left, is he? I
2: think
1: so. No, I wasn't quite sure. Um well Spurs, they've lost Tonight to Dortmund, haven't they? Was it three 0 They lost. Yeah. Yeah. With, Absolutely battered. With a very strange team selection. Um. Mm. So Sunday they've got Aston Villa uh, away, haven't they? To help them get over this.
0: Yeah, and they're, they're, and they'll go for it. They will. Um, Aston Villa's woes continue. So I can imagine Tottenham just steamrolling through.
1: Yeah. Oh, Filippo Coutinho has just been booked for diving. It was, yeah. It was a foul as well.
2: I oh, don't to get started on things like that. What? Fernando oh. Forestieri getting sent off on in two consecutive games for diving when they weren't dives. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Mm. Sky Sports just say Coutinho books for diving a uh, correct decision. Cut down who? You are.
2: <laughs> you are to a Liverpool fan, so of course it wasn't going to be... <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Sorry, I forgot where I was then. Well, me and Mark had a bit of a lover's tiff about the Benteke dive the other day.
2: Oh, I bet that was
1: fun. No, well, he didn't think it was a penalty, and no, I did. Funnily enough. Funny, yeah. I, did, I didn't think it was either, but let's not get into that one now. No, that was, that's in the past. Uh, well, let's talk about the future. Aston Villa, um, they've lost their last four, uh, scoring two and letting in fifteen. Spurs haven't won in three in the Premier League of course they've had that loss tonight as well is it as easy as we think?
0: I think still yes I, I don't think Aston Villa have got enough about them to contend Tottenham I just think probably it's going to be the game where Tottenham will get over their past few games and just go straight through to the next game after Villa
1: You think give them a bit of a thumping and get it out of their system they, yeah. go, they go two points behind Leicester do not they temporarily because Leicester play on Monday
0: yeah, and to get a few goals, they'll sort of play comfortably and then they'll be sort of back on track.
1: Yeah. Um, norwich Manchester City on Saturday. Norwich lost five out of their last six, not one since the 2nd of January. Um, after three straight losses, City beat Villa 4-0 at the weekend. So, anybody see anything other than a City win? No.
2: No.
1: No? Okay. Um Stoke Southampton uh, Ryan Shawcross could be available again Southampton drew a Sunderland last week didn't they after their two losses they remember Fraser Forster got that record and then suddenly lost his head for
0: two games and they lost them both maybe because you just thought I've got the record now I don't have to bother for a few games
1: <laughs> deck chairs and cigars <laughs> um, Stoke who won three at their last four a win would put them a point behind Manchester United and only, th- only three four sorry
2: I didn't realise they were that high up. Stoke. Mm. Um, Hmm. Yeah, they're in eight.
0: They are, aren't they? They had a bit of a weird sort of middle part of the season where they were very, very average and they were picking up a couple of points here and there but they weren't picking up many wins, if I remember rightly, and then all of a sudden they're just getting win after win and they've shot straight back up again. Mm.
1: Hmm. Of course, they had a funny start to the season as well, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Um... And last of all, Bournemouth Swansea. Bournemouth's safe. They've got seven points out of their last nine
0: available. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're probably safe at this point. There's three
2: worst teams than them in the league. So yeah, again, sorry. There's three worse teams than them in the league. Yeah,
0: okay. So you think they're both both
1: safe. And Swansea safe?
0: Again, I think it's the thing of, I think the teams around them aren't going to pick it up, so I think they're probably safe. Yeah, okay. Because they had yeah, back-to-back think- wins recently, didn't they?
2: Yeah, Villa and Norwich are doomed I think it's just for that last place
1: and who do you think is going to get it I hope Sunderland after this whole Johnson debacle
2: It it is between Newcastle and Sunderland isn't it I don't know
0: I'd, I'd probably say Sunderland yeah. and if, if Newcastle do what they probably should do and get a new manager in they'll probably be alright
1: yeah yeah Okay. Um, should we pick some five teams?
0: Let's do it. I love the. I, I just love these so much. <laughs> that them? I was trying to figure no. out. <laughs> no. No. One thing I really struggle with, I, my tone is
1: terrible. <laughs> do you remember Ray, the man with the sarcastic tone of voice, Laura?
2: I do remember Ray.
1: <laughs> You'll have to look him up, Ryan. Right. It's from the Mary Whitehouse experience with
0: David Baddiel. We
2: lost
0: that program. It was good, wasn't what it? Was it- if I say something, yeah. I, I genuinely not sarcasm. I'm just terrible at speaking.
2: <laughs>
1: Ray was a man who, when bad things happened, like he'd sort of fall off a, his chair or something. He would say in a very sarcastic voice, "Oh no, what a personal disaster that was." Uh, equally, when something good happened to him, he he would sound. No, what would happen if he something opposite happened?
2: I don't think anything opposite ever happened to him, did it? No, when something bad, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: It was very good. It was one of their best. creations. It was a very
2: good programme, yeah.
1: It was very good, wasn't it?
2: Again, it was like 25 years ago,
1: now. <laughs> it was, yeah. Well, it was only recently when I got blocked by David Badil on Twitter. That was a, a bad day.
2: Oh, you're an amateur.
1: Sorry?
2: I said you're an amateur. He's always blocking people.
1: Oh, is it? He was going on about the Spurs-Yids thing being a moral issue, and I pointed out that um, he came up with the Cot death diamond joke, so who's he to point out morality? And he blocked me. <laughs> Great response for him and then, really. Yeah, very grown up. <laughs> um, I think that's really my only celebrity block. Oh, no, Andy Goldstein from TalkSport, who I've never actually spoken to.
2: What did you do to him?
0: I don't know. I've never talked to him. Maybe he just saw your name and was like, I'm going to block this guy. Yeah. Have you, who's your celebrity blocks then? I don't think I actually have any. I'm clearly it's not... I, I don't. To be honest, I probably don't use Twitter enough to get blocked by celebrities. Really. All the famous people follow you, though, Laura, don't they?
2: Not really. No. <laughs>
1: well, Gary Lineker does.
2: Gary Lineker does follow me, which is a bit bizarre. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, should we do some five or nine teams? Go on then. Yes. Go on, yes. yes. Right. I've done a draw. Um, we're down to our last ten teams. So I've done a draw. So we've got. Hello.
0: So I was just that a, was that a drum around, roll or but... or did you drop something? Sorry.
2: <laughs> He's got a Tom we,
0: we, we can play it off as a drum roll. Yeah, we'll edit that in as a drum roll. Uh, I, I was getting my pen ready and just threw it across the desk apparently. so. Oh right, you lost control of your bodily
1: functions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that happens to all of us.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> Newcastle-Norwich, uh, we've got Leeds versus Liverpool, Leicester versus West Ham, um, Manchester City versus Sunderland and Arsenal versus Manchester United. So we should save that one to the end. Yeah. So we do Norwich, Newcastle first of all. So our Norwich team is uh, Brian Gunn, Chris Sutton in defence, uh, Rule Fox, who of course played for both these teams, didn't he? Uh, Darren Huckabee and Dean Ashton versus Shea Given, Philippe Albert, uh, Rob Lee, uh, Peter Beardsley and Alan Shearer. Anyone got any opinion either way on this one? I'm
2: I'm kind of 50-50. mean Maybe- the new- Castle 1 is it.
0: Yeah, probably in the Newcastle 1, mainly because of Shearer. Yeah. Really?
2: And Beardsley, don't forget Beardsley. Well,
0: yeah, but, I, I, but plus I really hate Chris Sutton in defence. Oh, we don't like him, do we? We don't like him in the <laughs> podcast. We really don't like Chris Sutton.
1: Do you like Chris Sutton, Laurie?
2: <laughs> I didn't really know much about him until he started doing um, Final Score, and yeah. he's the most miserable man in the world.
1: Oh, he's a nasty piece of work, isn't he? Right, OK, yeah. we'll go Newcastle then
2: for
1: it yeah. okay. uh, Leeds versus Liverpool the Leeds team is Nigel Martin in goal Jonathan Woodgate Gary McAllister Tony Beller, um I keep writing JFH so I nearly go to say um, JFK but it's JFH uh, Jimmy <laughs> Floyd Hasselbank uh, and the Liverpool team is Pepe Reina Javi Mascherano Xabi Alonso Robbie Fowler and Fernando Torres that's got to be Liverpool isn't it
0: yeah I'm really liking that Liverpool team it's good
1: Laura any debate
2: Ugh, it's just both of these teams.
1: What? What's wrong? <laughs> I can understand you with the Leeds team. What's wrong with the Liverpool team?
2: Uh it's the Liverpool the Liverpool team clearly wins there. As good as that Leeds team is don't, Um
1: not you like Liverpool? Well,
2: I'm I'm not saying anything. No.
1: Go on. <laughs> have a little have a little tut and grumble. <laughs>
2: No, my dad used to go off about them always being everybody's second favourite team and they're just not mine at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK. Uh, anyone going for Leeds or are we all going for Liverpool? Going for Liverpool.
0: Go for
1: yeah,
2: Liverpool. it's Liverpool,
1: win. Right, OK. Uh, Leicester City versus West Ham. So, Leicester City's Casey Keller, Matt Elliott, Muzi Zip, Thea Zagarakis, Enwa Uh West Ham is... Ludic McCloscoe, Julian Dix, Paolo Di Canio, Joe Cole, Carlos Tevez. Oh, this is a toughie, isn't it?
2: That's a hard one.
1: See, I'm very emotionally attached to this Leicester team, because I used to watch all those players in real life. And uh, it and Zagarakis are very good
0: players. I'm leaning slightly to the West Ham team. Why is that? I don't I just feel like DiCanio and Tevez are very, very good players. I mean, Leicester's to really strong as well. I don't know, West Ham's just drawing me closer for some reason.
1: Laura?
2: Yeah, I think I agree. I think the Di Canio-Tevez partnership sort of tips it, even though you've got Julian Dix in defence.
1: Well, he's quite an underrated player, to be fair, isn't he?
2: I suppose.
1: Everyone thought he was this big thug, but, I mean, he, he could play football. I think yeah, I think that's it's West Ham for me that one. Yeah, you're going to go with that one. Oh, my heart is breaking. I think I'm going to have to go with West Ham. I mean, De Canio, Joe Cole, and Tevez—that's a—that's about pretty much for any of these teams we're putting through. It's a mean,
0: it? its a mean front three. Yeah, it, it is really strong.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're going to go for West Ham, um,
0: yeah.
1: Manchester City, Sunderland. So Manchester City is. Uh, Joe Hart, Yaya Torre, George Gingladzi, um, David Silva, Sergio Aguero, Sunderland is, uh, Thomas Sorensen, John Mensah, Julio Arca, um, I can't remember his first name, but Jacarini and Kevin Phillips. Is there any debate in this one?
2: No, none whatsoever. No. Okay. Nope.
1: Is that Sunderland through? <laughs> oh, I oh, 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 oh. see what I did there. <laughs> uh, right. This is going to be fun. Arsenal versus Manchester United. So, Arsenal is Jens Lehmann in goal, Gilberto Silva in defence, and then we've got Robert Pires, uh, Patrick Vieira, and Thierry Henry. Um, Manchester United Peter Schmeichel, Real Ferdinand, Cristiano Ronaldo, Paul Scholes, Eric Cantona. Oof. Ooh, this is hard, it's isn't a it? T- it's a tough oh.
0: one.
1: <laughs> right, go on, let's do this bit by bit. Jens Lehmann or Peter Schmeichel? Schmeichel. Schmeichel. Okay, Real Ferdinand or Gilberto Silva? I'm going to Gilberto Silva. I hate
0: Ferdinand, but uh, it's yeah. Ferdinand because Gilberto Silva in defence makes no sense. I said it <laughs> when we made the team. I hated that pick. <laughs> he plays the mandolin.
1: <laughs> what more do you want? And he doesn't Help sell him
2: in defence though, does it?
1: <laughs> what would you rather have in defence? A man strumming playing a mandolin or some buffoon wearing a five hat? <laughs> it's going to be the mandolin player. There you go. <laughs> oh, you can't not like Gilberto Silva, though. Yeah, but he's not—he's not, not the defender of choice. He's not the defender of choice. Um, I don't think Rio Ferdinand was my defender of choice. To be fair, so I'm not going to defend him. No. No. Not
2: a better defender for Arsenal to pick.
1: Well, this was all started with Alex picking defensive midfielders in the defence. Um, and
2: do you think of that 90s Arsenal defence where that's what they were known for?
1: I went with Tony Adams.
0: I went with Tony exactly. Adams. That
2: was he was, would yeah. have been a clear choice.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the name Gilberto Silva came up, everyone lost their rag and <laughs> <we> talked about <laughs> mandolins and Gilberto Silva won. There you go, there's, there's
1: obvious logic there. Okay. Okay, I mean, to be fair, I saw Gilberto Silva once play for Arsenal against Leicester and he was unbelievably good. He was just absolutely fantastic. Every um, every pass went to feet and he just read the game beautifully. He was a fantastic player that day. Um, okay, so Robert Pires, Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry. So Ronaldo, Scholes and Cantona. We kind of said this last week, didn't we, Ryan? That I'm a bit meh about Cantona.
0: Yeah, I think we said. I think we said the United front three, like apart from Ronaldo, wasn't as sort of strong as we expected it to be. Oh,
1: we never said I mean, that. I mean, I,
0: well, yeah, we, I, I, you said. Well, that. I think we. Well, I probably said that because I mean, obviously we put them ahead of Chelsea, and yeah, I mean, like Cantona's just a bit, meh. Yeah, Laura.
2: I don't understand what you're both saying, Cantona. Oh. Amazing player.
1: Former Sheffield Wednesday favourite Eric (laughs) Cantona.
2: Well, he did play for us once, briefly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, only indoors though.
2: Before Trevor Francis had a meltdown (laughs) and said, no, I'm not bothered about him. Off you (laughs) pop. Um,
1: Yeah, do you know what? I'd rather see Thierry Henry than Eric Cantona.
0: I'd probably rather see the entire, like, Perez and Henry and... I think that's probably a bit of proposition, anyway. I don't know. I love. I think Ronaldo's obviously an amazing about, player, but
2: are we talking about how they play or how they win? How do you mean? Because man, that Man U team's probably got more um, trophies and accolades under their belt than three, that well,
1: three Three World Cup winners in the Arsenal team. Well, yeah. Or to, for Gilberto Silva?
0: Was he there in 2002? Maybe. No, I've got a little... Uh, I, for, for me, it's Arsenal slightly. I, I, yeah. I, I do like that United team, but that Arsenal team, I think it's just a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I am I love Cristiano Ronaldo and I love Paul Scholes. Um. Peach Michael I'm all right with and, you know, uh, I don't really have a particular problem with Eric Cantona, Rio Ferdinand there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yes, Joe uh, Betto silver won the World Cup in 2002, so there's four World Cup winners in the Arsenal team. There you go then. Laura, come back at us with that one.
2: None of them were in the film Elizabeth.
1: <laughs> You're right, I remember Paul Scholes in that, he was very good. <laughs> Peter Schmeichel made a fantastic advert. I remember, remember the Dane Pack adverts he used to make.
2: Oh god, yeah! <laughs> Where he used to
1: stand in the factory playing the sort of cardboard guitar in his goalkeeper
0: gloves.
2: There would be some terrible, terrible footballer ads, haven't there?
1: Yeah, I'm still leaning towards Arsenal. Ryan?
0: Sam, I think Arsenal edges it slightly.
2: Oh.
0: Come on, Laura
1: join us and our dark
2: I think I would yeah, I think if I had to be pushed, I'd rather watch that Arsenal team. There you go.
1: Me too. Well I was gonna say if you didn't I was gonna give you my Andrew Talansky anecdote again. (laughs) Don't There you go. That'll keep you Sorry
2: No, I was just going to mention Steve McLaren again there, but...
1: Well, yeah, they're almost (laughs) one of the same, aren't they? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's something for you to look up, Ryan, afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) So, these are our five... What have we got now? Well, we're kind of in a semi-final, I suppose, aren't we? Or quarter-final. Uh, We've got Newcastle, Liverpool, West Ham, Arsenal, Manchester City. What do you think we should do next week? We should debate which one of these we should bin off.
0: Yeah, that's, that's probably because yeah. If we've got five teams left, if mm. we decide which team we want to bin, and then we've got two semi semi-finals... Well, I'm happy to be off Newcastle final. right now. If anybody else is, <laughs> if it, I think. That's, I mean, looking at the other squads, yeah, just depends on what Mark and Alex I think, think about that. Although they're, I mean, they're I'm not sure here. They'll be fine with it. Yeah, they'd be fine. They're not here
1: either. Laura, could you do? Could you live without that Newcastle team?
2: Yeah, either that or the West Ham one. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh no! No, I I, I want to see that West Ham team face one of the one of the other three. I do. And I it, think that West Ham
1: team just think they'll they lose.
2: <laughs> do
0: you think they would? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Let's I think if, if they face that Arsenal team, I well, think they'd lose.
2: Let's, let's just call it now. That Arsenal team's going to win. <laughs>
1: Not not while well, this Liverpool fans hosting. They're not <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, has anybody else got any points of order they wish to raise, or anything else they wish to discuss?
2: No, it's not, all no. play again. No, yeah. you're all
1: happy. Yeah, excellent. Right. Um, well, we'll bring that podcast to an end then, shall we? Um, Laura, if they want to follow you, how do they follow you on Twitter?
2: I'm at yicetor, and that's y i c e t o r.
0: Okay
1: Ryan, if they want to follow you,
0: uh, Twitter handle is at the ryan Goodman at the Ryan Goodman okay yeah.
1: um, Ross and the guys we're back on Sunday. Uh, you can follow us at Man of the post obviously uh, Man of com is the website, and we 're always looking for new writers or people looking to pitch ideas to us, so you can um, you can get in touch with us that way. Uh, you can download us through ACAST. Um, you can also download us through iTunes, and you can rate, review, and leave us a review on iTunes, which also helps push us up the charts. Um, I think that's it. Have I missed anything else? Not to my knowledge. No? Good. Excellent. Well, that'll do for me. Excellent. Well, thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, and all that Rachel said in is all remember to keep your man on the post. Wee! Andrew awesome. Tolanski is a cyclist. Have you ever heard of him? No. I went to watch the Tour de France the other year and he pulled up at the side of the road next to me and my friends and got his penis out and had a wee. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Daffy story to keep. It.
2: Chris told me in graphic detail what his penis looked like. It's very big and very bold.
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> And he stared at us. He had one foot on, because he didn't sort of look wistfully over the field. He flopped it out over the top of his cycling shorts, put his foot, one foot on the ground, and the other foot on his pedal. And he didn't look out over the fields or whistle away or anything. He just stared at me and my two friends as if he were trying to psych <laughs> us out. It, it was really, really unloathing. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, look and, at it. Yeah, it was. And because of all the,
1: <laughs> and because of all the EPO these cyclists take, he left a great big bush behind him. Flowering well, there the you bird. go, then. Yeah. Oh,
2: allegedly. Allegedly, well, allegedly. allegedly that. Yeah, That's <laughs> no, one, right. we're
1: not recording now. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nearly that time of year again, isn't it, Laura, for us to have our annual Chris Froome debate?
2: Uh, yeah, debate slash argument. <laughs> it's it's Paragnes anyway this week, so... Have you been um, watching it? I, I can't get it, because I don't have Evil Sky, so...
1: I've, well, no, I've got a UV box, and I've been watching it. Have you? What, what's it on? Eurosport.
2: Oh, uh, no, you see, I can't get Eurosport, either. Can't you? No, I've got Virgin, and I can't get it.
1: Oh, haven't you? So you missed the Fantastic Sprint the other day, where the two cyclists were shoulder barging each other.
2: I did, yeah. Oh, that was good. I haven't seen any of it at all, which is really annoying.
0: Oh,
1: there must be some stream. I'll
2: have to have a look online.
1: Yeah, you have to have a look, because... I mean, young William doesn't really know what he's watching from one day to the next, does he?
2: Oh, he loves football. Does you he... know, he absolutely loves it. I think it's just, it's sort of like tweenies in that it's brightly coloured and there's lots of movement.
1: And same intelligence levels. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Poppy, my eldest, their first ever word was goal. I was very pleased.
2: Oh, we see William said his first word this week. What was it? He, um, he, on Mother's Day, he said Daddy. Did which
1: he? Was- <laughs> <laughs> Good lad.
2: <laughs> just to rub salt into the room. Happy Mother's Day. Daddy! Mm.
1: Cheers. Well, did he get you anything?
2: Yes, bought me a very nice handbag. He's got very good taste.
1: Oh, there you go. So you got a handbag mm. out of it.
2: I did. But I've always got to live in the knowledge that his first <laughs> word, Daddy. <laughs>
0: On Mother's Day. So On just-
2: Mother's Day, yeah.
0: Of all the days.
2: Children.
1: Well, has he got a reading topper? Has he got a? Well, they're kind of the same thing. You just wear them the other way around, don't you?
2: Yeah, it's just like one straight up, one's laid on the floor.
1: So, has he got one? Has he? No, no,
2: no. He's got no reading stuff. He's got all Wednesday stuff. Ah, oh, there we go. That's only because my family are, are like a mental cult. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I was threatened with divorce because when Poppy was born, I nearly bought a Jamie Carragher baby grow and was told I couldn't. <laughs> little bugger. <laughs> it said when I grew up, my daddy said I'm going to be Jamie Carragher.
2: You're <laughs> so going to grow up and have a sex change.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got threatened with divorce for buying that, and also my Carted unstoppable sex machine baby girl. <laughs> so neither of them happened. Oh, I, now, I now live in a house special. with yeah. I, I now live in a house with three women or three females.
2: Mm.
1: So, I'm outvoted on everything. You I don't spe-
2: get the word in edgeways.
1: No, I just spend my day walking the dog. He's the only thing in this house other than me with a penis. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's my boy.
2: <laughs> You'll have to adopt Andrew Talansky
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Imagine that.
2: Because he really does have a penis.
1: He does. He does.
2: Mm. He you should. can corroborate this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can tell <laughs> you for that for real. Right. Well, I'm going to go.
2: Yes, on that note. On that note,
1: on Andrew <laughs> Talansky, I'll leave you to go and look at uh, Steve McLaren wanking. We're a very good advert for contraception, Roy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>